There are many people who have a very profound faith, and they can teach us so much. In the gospel, we hear how Jesus says that, thank you, Lord, thank you, Father, because you have not revealed these things to the wise and the learned, but to the little ones. And it's interesting to hear this because those who are wise, we would think that they're going to understand God in a much better way than people who might not be educated, especially if we're talking about the faith. But the experience shows us that usually the people who are more humble, uh, the people who, who perhaps don't have many titles and degrees, they are the ones who have a much profound faith. That's something that even in conversations with other priests, we mention. Sometimes we just say, how can these people do it? Because some people just come to church and they have a profound faith and I'm just like, I could not do that. I'm more rational. I rationalize things. And that doesn't help me have that experience of faith that they have. The wise and the learned that we hear in the gospel, most likely Jesus is talking about the kings and uh, the scribes and the Pharisees who are always going through the scriptures and studying and interpreting the law and making that everybody else will fulfill the law and they will fulfill their commandments from God. But Jesus says that they're not the ones who truly understand God, that they are the little ones. And what does he mean by the little ones? He's talking about those who are humble. Those who are humble in this context of faith would be those who are truly open to listen to the Word of God. Many times we come to Mass, we pray so many times and we just say prayers. But how much of those prayers and how many of those Masses that we attend are really doing something in our lives? Perhaps we're just acting very wise and learn when we come to Mass or when we pray. And we're not like the little ones who are open to listen to the Word of God. When we approach one of the books of the Bible or when we listen to a reading, sometimes we might just say, oh, I have heard that before. I want to read the Bible, so I open the Bible, the book of Genesis, oh, I have heard that before, okay. Let's move on to the Gospels. Come to me, all you who labor and are born. Oh, I go to many funerals. I hear that all the time. And Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Here we go again. The same story every year. If that's our attitude towards the Bible, well, we're not doing it well because we're not open to learn what God is telling us. Even in those old and new books and the same words, God is telling us something very concrete to our particular lives. If we go to prayer, if we kneel and do all the most devotional thing about prayer, and we just come with the attitude of, hello God, 
Let me repeat to you the prayers that I learned during my life. Da 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 da, -da and just go around like, this is what I want to tell you, God. And I don't give space to God to teach me, to tell me something. Something is not right about that prayer life. Maybe that's why we feel that God is not listening to us, that nothing is changing in our lives. Because prayer is a dialogue. I need to learn how to listen to the voice of God. If all I do is just talking and talking, the other person cannot tell me anything. If I go to the Bible and it feels like this was written 2,000 or more, 3,000 years ago, 2,500 years ago, and it has nothing to teach me, then I'm not open to listen to God. Many people today say, oh, I'm open-minded. People say, I'm open-minded. I'm not like those people who are retrogrades and who are not living in the 21st century. I'm open-minded. Oh, good. How do you feel when a person who has a different social or political view comes to you? Are you still open-minded? Or do you immediately close your mind and you just say, don't teach me anything, don't tell me anything, I know it all. Like the wise and the learned. It's just something that we just get into this social situation and, 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 and then we bring the same to our faith. If we are really open-minded, then we can have a healthy and respectful conversation even with those who are totally opposed to us. Think of the uh, of politics these days. I have seen on YouTube some people who the president comes on TV and they throw things at the TV and yell insults to the TV and what are you going to get by throwing things at the TV? What is it going to change? You're just growing resentment and letting yourself be robbed of your peace. That's not the way. How open are we to truly understand what is God telling us? Pope Francis last Monday, June 29th, when we celebrated St. Peter and St. Paul, he was talking about St. Peter and he was saying that complaints get us nothing. If we just complain and complain, uh, we just create a bad environment, nothing changes if we just complain and we do nothing to, to change things. Same happens in our prayer life. If we just bring complaints, if we just talk, if we are not open to listen to his word, then nothing will happen because our attitude is one of the wise and the learned, the one who knows everything and no one can teach me. Cardinal Meridelwald wrote a prayer that is called the Litany of Humility, and that can help us all, including deacons, priests, bishops, cardinals, doctors, nurses, lawyers, teachers, everybody. We should say this every day. 
O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, from the desire of being honored, from the desire of being praised, from the desire of being preferred, from the desire of being consulted, from the desire of being approved, from the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being calumniated, from the fear of being ridiculed, from the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. That others may be loved more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire. That others may be esteemed more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire. That in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease, Jesus, grant me the desire to desire it. That others may be chosen, and I said aside. That others may be praised, and I unnoticed. That others may be preferred to me in everything. That others may, be, may become holier than I, provided that I may, may become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. It's not easy because our first instinct is to desire to be preferred, to desire to be loved, to desire to be consulted. We need to do more work in our spiritual lives. Without our prayers, without a close relationship with God, a daily relationship with God, we're not gonna get it. And we're gonna go through life just looking for our satisfaction and happiness in the wrong places. May the Lord give us the grace to search for Him only. He is the one who can give us true happiness and true peace, even in the midst of the storm. Amen. Amen.